Right, hey, before we get into it today, I'd just like to thank the blokes and ladies that keep the lights on here, our sponsors. Better beer, jogging a can, winning a tin, the athlete's choice. Look, no matter what sort of beer you drink, they've got you covered. Go check out their whole range. Country Trucker Caps for keeping our domes out of the sun with all their deadly designs. TikTok Nutrition for keeping our bodies fueled with the good stuff. SP Tools for giving us the best tools for all our projects at home and on the work site. And the True Blue Aussie Bookie Blue Bet. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologise to absolutely nobody. The double champ does what the f- he wants. Welcome back, team. I think we are a team. We are We've all got team. different opinions, but that's what makes life fucking fun. So welcome back to another episode of the Alpha Blokes podcast. Fuck it, Oath. Here to give the everyday battler a voice, delete head noise one laugh at a time. Let's fucking rip the lid off one of these, brother. Yep. Better beer. A fucking David Ferret. <laughs> zero carbs, zero sugars, 87 calories, baby. The athlete's choice. Perfect Monday start, Kickstarter. Yeah, that's right. It's actually even after lunchtime today. We're um, yeah. it is <laughs> battling the Bruce. Yeah. Um, right. So we got so much to cover in today's show. Um, the Bucks party in Adelaide. The Boyntonham hookup. Um, Cam's mission to the coast. And as per usual, some great stuff from you guys later in the show. Um, but first, we got to cover a bit of admin. Because we've got heaps on at the moment. We don't want you guys to miss any of it. Literally, the next month or two is fucking jam-packed full of shit that we've got on. Um, this one, though, Patreon update. So, May the 4th, if you've been listening lately, you'd know about it. We've been running the pre-roll, letting you know. Buy us a beer, legends. That's what it's all about. Uh, May the 4th is when it kicks off. Um, this is how you directly support us, guys, and fucking and what we're doing. So... For anyone who wants to do that, if you want to see the full full visual episodes, that's how you go about it. Um, Quinn, what's the best way you reckon, mate, for people to to get on and sign up and it's stuff like that? Just patreon.com slash alpha blokes podcast. We were lucky enough just to get our normal sort of handle. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, I'll be publishing it pretty much on May the 4th, so because I'm uploading all the content now. Yeah. Uh, a lot of love and weekends have gone into this thing, so yeah, it's, it's very been, exciting. It's uh, been Queen's baby, yeah. You've been hooking in, mate. Yeah, um, but yeah, we've got our basic name, which is pretty much a hundred percent win. Yeah, um, I'll be posting on socials on May the fourth as well, of course. Yeah, we so might nice even we yep. might even put a couple of like things up in the next couple of days, just telling people about it, how they go to get there, and just giving them a bit of a heads up. So, yep. yeah, exciting times for that. I'm fucking keen for you to get around it. Right, now this one we're fucking excited about and we haven't gone into details at all about it and that's the live show. We're going to give it a crack. Fucking oath. You would have heard us hint it with Steve-O and um, with a couple of other things. But um, 10th of June, guys, and it's going to be at the Harvey Road Tavern in Gladstone. Okay, so at our, in our hometown, 10th of June, tickets will be on sale the 10th of May. So it gives people a month out to buy them. Um, Buster Kirby is going to be opening the show with his set fresh from the Melbourne Comedy Festival. Yeah. So we're getting the big fella to come in and he's going to be a big part of the show. So 
he's going to come on and um, do his set, and then we're going to interview him, bring out a few good yarns from him, and um, we got some other exciting stuff going on. But um, limited amount of tickets, guys. So if you are keen, keep an eye out on the socials over the next week. We'll run a pre-roll, tell you how to go and buy them. But yeah, might be doing like a <clears throat> live carry-on. So mm. yeah, yeah, so it's yeah. one of those things. Like the idea behind it, pretty much. First of all, it's Cam's birthday. On the the 10th of June, which we keep forgetting about. Like, that's sort of how the idea come about. And I keep talking to people saying it's my 30th, but I'm actually only going to be 29. So I don't (laughs) know why I keep doing that. It's probably from all these busted Mondays. So, yeah. So it's Cam's birthday bash. Um, But pretty much, mate, like, just getting out of our comfort zone, eh? That's right. You know, like, we've had a mentor and a manager for a long, like, a fair while now. And he sort of said from the start, like, you should be doing live stuff and... We've sort of never really felt comfortable doing a live show when it's just us sitting here talking about our week. I just don't think that makes sense for people rocking up on the piss. They don't want to hear about fucking Cam and I's round at work or whatever we're doing. No. So we've come up with a fucking show where, Buster, like we said, Buster will be on. He'll open up with a 20-minute or so set of his fresh fucking set from the Melbourne Comedy Festival. And then we're going to sit down with him for probably half an hour and fucking... You know, talk about a few things, and um, then we're going to be bringing people up onto the stage and in like involving the crowd. So on the way in, we'll have a bucket with some with some stuff. We haven't really figured it out yet, but you'll be putting your name in a hat, and then at the end of the show, we'll be drawing names out, and people are going to come up and share your best yarn or a joke, and we'll be giving away prizes. And you know, obviously, someone will win on the night and stuff like that. So it'll be a fast moving. Um, Fast-moving thing, should be entertaining. And last but not least, the Cambodian will be finishing the show till the close of the pub DJing, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Should be a laugh. It'll be good. Fuck it, eh? So Cambodian will be on the decks until close at the Tav. Yes. So it's a fucking, it's an exciting time. And we're going to have a special guest, let's just say that. Everyone who listens to the show will know about this bloke and we're not going to tell you who it is. So if you're keen on that, make sure you rock up. We also got Jarchi coming to host as well. Yeah, that's right. Jarchi from the We Mean Well podcast and um, off TikTok. You would have seen him getting around the traps. If you haven't, go check it out. But, yeah, the big fella will be fucking hosting the night. Bit of MCing. So, look, it's, uh, it's one of those things that, yeah, it's our first time doing it and it's fucking exciting. And if it goes well, we'll keep doing it. Yeah, exactly. If the if the thing works, then we'll just keep running it. But it's sort of a way that we can involve you guys with what we're doing as well. Like we've we've been to events and stuff, but we haven't had an event that we've put on for you guys. So this will be the first one of those. And pretty much whoever rocks up to that show is going to be like the cannon fodder. You know, yeah, <laughs> like definitely. we're using you guys to help us figure this shit out. So, and you'll be able to have a laugh too. We get to edit and sit behind a mic here in a closed room without a crowd. So, mm. see if we still got the confidence. Yeah, that's right. With the crowd in front of us. So. And uh, the live thing, like it won't be getting recorded either. So that'll just be whoever's there's copping it, and that's it. Because obviously, it's one of those things that if that fucking show works, then we'll take it on the road a bit. You know, start the comedy pod party. That's it. The comedy pod party coming to you June tenth. Fucking oath. So keep your eyes and ears out because um, yeah, that's going to be very fun. And I know Big Buster's keen as fuck. <laughs> I talk to him every now and again, and uh, Big Fella's yeah. lost a bit of weight too. He has. Yeah, weapon. He has, mate. He's been on a mission. 
So fucking good on him. And they're doing well with the Two Flogs podcast as well. The boys are hooking in. Yep. Him and Gibbo and Moose. So um, shout out to all those legends. And it's fucking fun working with other people in this space. That are like-minded. That's right, prime. man. Just keen to fucking have fun. Like I haven't seen an event with that sort of shit on anywhere. So hopefully no. we can start a bit of a thing here for a fun night out for people. Yeah. You know, rock up, fucking have a few drinks or a few hundred. I couldn't give a fuck. <laughs> you know, yeah. listen to a bit of comedy, have a laugh, get involved, and then just party at the end. Dance the night away. And a uh, little teaser as well. Everyone's been asking for the Legionnaire flap hats. We have got a version of those, and the only place you're going to be able to get it is on the door at the live event. That's so, a good call. We've almost forgot about that. Yeah, so they we've got them. They're not exactly like the carry-on cap because they're a special fucking hat to win, but they're just as colourful and just as flappy. Oh, yeah, it looks <laughs> like a Mardi Gras fucking parade, <laughs> these yeah. things. So we're gonna, hopefully we're going to have about 400 cunts dancing to Cambodian in those. <laughs> so if you fucking want to do that, <laughs> buy a ticket. <laughs> But, yeah, uh, one thing I need to cover, too, is that Tato was actually left off the table by accident last uh, episode. Someone brought it up online. Now, fear not, Tato is in the other room and he heard everything, but he's Mm. back on the table where he belongs. The pity's replaced him. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, the Pit Vipers. Should get a pair for Tato. Yeah. (laughs) Pit Viper, fucking make a small set for Tato, would you? That's it. But, um, yeah, so he's back anyway. Imagine given the dimensions and the angle. Yeah, I'd like. Imagine seeing a set on him, mate. That'd be fuck. Sick. That'd be funny. As it fuck. would, wouldn't it? <laughs> got, a, got a bit of a nose line. Yeah, we'll see if we can make something happen there. But yeah, boys, we should fucking start covering a bit of these uh, missions that we've been on. This um, the Adelaide trip. Lads. Yeah, backtrack to the Adelaide, mate. Yeah, it's, it was a, it was a while ago now, but yeah, Matty King's Bucks party. So shout out to Kingy, one of my fucking closest and best mates. He's an absolute legend, and you know, living down south in Melbourne. It was um, – I was really looking forward to catch up with him because, like, some of those people that you're real close with, you know, and you don't get to see them very often, it was just like the, the energy was there, let's just say that. And, Reunion. Um, yeah, bud. And Adelaide, it was a fucking unreal join, eh? Like, I'm a, I'm a big fan of the Interstate Bucks Party because I feel it brings a sense of the unknown and everyone gets excited. Like, yeah. I hadn't been out in Adelaide before. Or really seen what it was like and that. So everyone was sort of rolling in from everywhere going, right, eh, boys? It is a good move, eh? Like, um, instead of going to someone's hometown, like you say you went to Melbourne, mm. at least everyone had to travel, everyone had to put in the effort, and everyone's yeah. twice as excited, so that's great. Yeah, I, I, just, I just feel like if you give enough notice, obviously, like you're not yeah. just going to say, oh, boys, fucking in three weeks' time we're going to Perth. Like, obviously you've got to give people enough notice, but I just feel like the energy that that brings and the excitement when the boys are on tour... Like mm. in the airport, you're all flying together. Like, fucking oath. It's good fun. I'll get the aisle. Graper gets the window seat. <laughs> window seats stop becoming cool when you're not seven. <laughs> Especially when you're having a few beers, you know. But, uh, um, you, mate, liked it, you liked it in Perth. I was in the fucking aisle. Yeah, well, I like the aisle when you're drinking because you can fucking get up for a piss. Yeah. You know? Remember, did you get to have piss on your flight? Remember we yeah. did it for Perth? No, nah, we did. There was oh but, RV flight was it? But I'm sick of the fucking um, the pale ale is all you get. Do you know yeah. they must have signed something? Qantas with fucking whoever that James Squire. Oh yeah, Jim, that's Jim, right. yeah. Jimmy was onto that pretty early because that's all you can get. Yeah right. <laughs> but um mate we we tore Adelaide a new freckle though, like the city was alive that weekend because the live the live golf tournament tournament 
We didn't actually get to go to it, but fucking stop it. A golf tournament. Like, yeah. that. Yeah. the scenes from that hole-in-one were just out of this world, eh? We were at the, we were at the fucking, um, oh, where were we? At the um, casino at the sports bar there, and it was on one of the smaller TVs. And next minute, everyone's like, what the fuck's going on there, man? And all these cups were just getting rained on. And I'm like, what? Bert Kreischer, shirt off, just swinging it. And I'm like, fuck off. Like, imagine being there. <laughs> Cameron yeah. Smith, fucking, oh. Yeah, so, mate, that, and honestly, you could feel it, like, in Adelaide, like, everyone was just fucking on one. Do you know how we were in Perth and the events Like, on? yeah, just the whole, the whole city's buzzing. Type That's thing. right. Everyone's putting their signs out the night here and giving stuff away and it's just a fun environment and everyone's just keen to party. Like, that's why they're there. Yep. But, um, yeah, I, I really had a crack that weekend though and thoroughly enjoyed myself and I reckon would have definitely put in a top three performance, if not MVP of the trip. So I've actually got a little clip here that King sent through. Got the confirmer. That's right. I, just, I couldn't just talk shit without any confirmation. Hey, fellas, it's Kingy here. Just calling in to validate the MVP chat that Tommy mentioned a couple of episodes ago. Now, if the MVP was decided by simply crossing the try line, Groper would be hard to stop 10 out when it comes to a bender. However, I can confirm that Tommy did in fact take out the MVP, or best on ground if you may, for my Bucks celebrations in Adelaide. It was glorious to watch and even more so to spend the weekend with you ripping and tearing, mate. Thanks again for your efforts in making it down. I can't wait for the next one and the wedding later in the year. I do have a joke for you before I let you go. Cam and Cass are walking home from a night out full of sauce. Cass says to Cam, I need a duck behind this bush to take a piss. Cam, being the little deviant that he is, puts his hand through the bush for a feelski and feels something dangling between Cass's legs. Cam jokes with Cass, did you change sex? And Cash replies, nah, I changed my mind. I'm having a shit. <laughs> Love you work, lads. Ciao. She'll be off that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, so there you go. Fucking bit of confirmation there. He sounded a little bit uh, choked up, like he had a knife at his throat. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but uh, uh, well, we'll run with that. Yeah, I think he's down at work. He wasn't looking forward to fucking flying back, uh, flying back to work. So I think he's slaving away out there at the moment. So like he's don't slave away. Yeah. <laughs> fucking. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Fuck off. Oh, I just mean even being away. He's going know. back to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Reset. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, fucking hope you're doing well, mate. But, hey, cheers, we, mate. So we all stayed at the backpackers, right? Fuck me, brother. What an eye-opener. <laughs> How long since you've stayed at a dead-set backpackers? Like like I'm talking the, the where the backpackers go. Yeah, a few years now. Mate. I'll tell you, like, it's the creature comforts that we all get used to, eh? Like, air cons that are cool, fucking running water in your room and a toilet and a shower. Like, just, like, they were, the toilet and showers are out in the big common room thing, but fucking hell, man, when you wake up in the dry horrors in the middle of the night and you've got no running water in the room, you're just like a fucking poor old animal that got lost in the desert just crawling towards the door, like... <sighs> <laughs> yeah. fucking, it was an eye opener, but um, it's definitely been some workers' camps like that as well. Yeah, oh, for sure, man. That we've touched on over the but, past year or two. Yeah, yeah, there has been, hasn't there? I was lucky enough not to really stay in many of them, but there is some out there. But um, we weren't supposed to because we were split up in about you know three or four rooms, and we weren't supposed to do anything in the rooms. You're not supposed to drink in that. Yeah, but it's like fuck off. 
Like there was a common room, but um, but we still managed to bloody blow the like a bit of wrestling went on one night, and we managed to blow a bed clean apart, like a queen bed. The boys just landed on it, and both ends went. And fucking the welds just blew out. We had big beef there. He likes to wrestle yeah, on the beef, bender. Yeah, beef called everyone out for a wrestle and lost every wrestle. <laughs> <laughs> but he kept showing up, the lad. But, um, boys, normally on a Bucks party, a special part of the night or weekend involves being in a private room, but we had to improvise as we weren't allowed to do it there. So one of the lads goes, boys, got it sorted. There is a room we can hire at this joint for 200 bucks each. And it's you get the room to yourselves and it's free piss the whole time. So open bar, oh, two hundred bucks each. You do whatever you want in there. It's just a room that you hire. Yeah. So we're like, fuck yeah, let's go. We're on here. So anyway, we've googled the directions of this joint. We're all walking and like, we're on one. It's fucking first night from a three night bender, and we're we're in the peak of it. So we're steaming into this place. We get there, bro. Turn the room, turn the fucking corner. She's a Chinese restaurant. We walk straight into the door to like classical music, and fucking people are sitting down eating their dinner, and we're like, "Fucking hell, what's going on here?" Walk straight through to this private room out the back. Boom! Here's this big, long room with like big speakers in the corner that you could plug your own phone in and have your music. A whole bar there, a smoker's deck out the back, all to ourselves, and we're like, "Oh." What a transition. Like, how, how fucking, that? how good's this, mate? And anyway, there was th- about three 16 year old Asian boys working the bar out the back for us. And, you know, you'd assume that they're probably the kids of the owners. Yeah, yeah. Just fucking on. Uh, yeah. Why don't they got an RSA? <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so they, <laughs> they, were, they were working out the back, bro. And those three lads had the most exciting shift of their fucking <laughs> life. <laughs> Because about 16 blokes just come steaming into that room in peak physical condition on night one of a three-day bender. (laughs) And, bro, like, so this is the vibe when we first went in there. Went in, and on the way there, we were talking it up because Matty King and his brother Alex King were there, and we're like, the Kings. It was like, who's the fucking king of the Kings? So we need to sort this fucking shit out. Who's the king? And anyway, we got in there, and we're like, righto, boys, who's got the belts? Two belts off, she was going to wrestling. And we're like, righto. So we've fucking, we've lined it up where the boys were all lining the entry and the and each king started outside and had to play his entry song. Yep, so yep. it was like Slipknot. Like the boys are right into their heavy, heavy metal. So it's like, <laughs> like out the back. Like you can imagine people eating their Chinese to classical music and you hear this <laughs> coming out of this fucking room out yeah. the back and everyone, yeah. Like, bringing them in. Energy was pumping. And we fucking lined the boys up down there and we didn't have a line to, to like, judge it off. Anyway, they both made their walk out and they brought out um, platters of food. But the boys weren't eating. So we used the spring rolls and money bags to form a line. <laughs> <laughs> to yeah. fucking for where the lads were taking the weight. Yeah. And anyway, she was on, mate. When it erupted, it was like... Fucking underground cockfighting. Like, the boys are just in a circle, just... Like, just yelling. Go on a wrestling in the back of a yeah, Chinese just shop. Just go on a wrestling. And you should have seen these three young fellas' faces. They were just like... Oh. Like, just watching. Like, pretty sure they went and got their mates from inside and brought them out to be like, look at this shit. Like, there's about four of them just like... 
in awe just watching this group of blokes just screaming at two snigging each other over this line of spring roll. Uh, it was fucking awesome, man. And then from that, so Matty King got the win, the older brother. Had it over him. That older so, strength. Yeah, mate, the older brother strength. I think he was ever losing that. Nah. But um, so then it was on. Everyone was keen. No, I don't think one person didn't have a go. So it was on matchups and then the walkouts. Yeah. So like for about an hour, man, or an hour and a half, it was just screaming, yelling, music and Gawana wrestles over this line of spring rolls. <laughs> and these, these, <laughs> these young blokes were just like, holy fuck. Like as in, Holy oh, fuck. like, oh. like imagine them rocking up to school the he next week and say, crazy. "Yeah, that's right." Holy fuck, that was crazy. <laughs> yeah, man, it was uh, it was good. And I took out the heavyweight championship, yeah, of the Goanna wrestling. We fucking, uh, I had a go with Beef. Me and Beef, I snagged him across the line, yep. and um, I think a couple of times, and then big Dean Russell. Oh yeah, yeah big yep. Dino, and I'm like, I don't, I feel, I felt scared of calling him out because I'm like, he's a big, big dog. Well, that cunt's probably got he's solid, probably bloke, fifteen yeah. kilo on me, I reckon, mm. and goes hard too. Like I remember playing him in footy, man. You got to be careful; you can't just roll into him, and you'll put your shoulder out. Anyway, I called him out, and I'm like, right, I got to fucking fire up here, mate, and just fucking took the weight, and yeah, got the win. I think I slipped it off his head a couple of times, but um, so yeah, the chest puffed out then, and. uh Stop Let's it. just say the rest of the night continued to grow in vibe because it just pumped in there. And I'll let you assume what happened to the rest of that night in there, but let's just say those little eyes were fucking round by the end of the night. Yeah. <laughs> Behind the bar. <laughs> that's, so, a, uh, that's a great yarn. Oh, man, it was just so fun, eh? Like, you, everyone who's been on a trip like that understands how fun it is on that first night. And when you have something like that and everyone's involved just as much as each other, it's yeah. just you can't beat it, eh? Like it's just, and you're not even hung over the next day and battling yet. You're just ready to go. Well, that's where you do your best work on that night. Like, oh, yeah, that's right. You know? And it was, um, yeah, it was unreal, bro. And then from there went to the Woolshed, which is a fucking – it's like a country sort of bar, but, like, they have a few different dance floors playing different music – and they got a mechanical bull downstairs. Yep. And mate, I tell you what, I any club or something with a mechanical bull in it, that is my sort of crowd. Eh? Like I just went in there and I'm like, yep, this is me. Like fucking. Just There's something it. for entertainment inside a venue. Eh? Yeah, I only had one go on it and I was shit. But it's more the fact that you, if you wanted to, to change it up a bit, you could go down there and watch chicks and blokes just fucking get slung off this bull and cheer and carry on. You know. That's why I whinge about this place. Like, you might have a couple of fucking tits to go look at, but they're going to be hustling you to go for a dance and you're married and you can't go do all that shit. Mm. So fucking, yeah. yeah. When you've got a mechanical wall, you're dead right. Oh, it just, it just brings the energy, you know? Like, just changes it up. Like, they had a couple of different dance floors. Like, there was different music on both. The old remix country stuff on one. The other dance floor had the sort of house sort of vibe stuff. Yep. And fucking then you go downstairs and mechanical ball. Just... Fucking action, mate. But, That's you know. another great thing with venues when you have different style musics for people in each room yeah. in one venue. I think it's a good idea, right? Eh? Because other, you get some people who just can't stand a certain type. Well, you have music. like your R and B room where everyone's more dancey, and then you have like a certain vibe music. Yeah, like like for example, it's like me, Will Baddock, and um, and Douche were on one on one dance floor, bud, and it was like 
Taylor, I remember it was like Taylor Swift remix, and the three of us are up on this ledge just singing T Swift, just going, <laughs> yeah. like, fucking, it's, it's a love story. <laughs> at the back, of the, at the back of the Chinese restaurant. Yeah. So fucking unreal vibes on night one there, but I could not wrap that joint up enough. And So that was the wall, sh- wall shed. Yeah, the wall the shed. Joint. So shout out to those cunts. But yeah, who would have thought walking through that fucking restaurant? And I would have loved to be a fly on the wall in there when that hour of Goanna Wrestling Championships was on because they would have thought, what the fuck is going on back there? <laughs> <laughs> uh, then Saturday, uh, pushed through and went to the AFL. So I went to watch a live game AFL and um, I don't know what was more entertaining, the game or Groper, because he was just fucking on one. Just just squawking. So it, was it would have like, been like mullet entry for that joint. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was it was a fucking it was pretty packed, eh? And um like I'm not a big AFL AFL man watching it on TV, but it was cool to go see it live, you know, while we were there. So yeah, yeah that was good. Entertaining as fuck. And then went out that night and um yeah, ended up. I think I was like getting to the point that night, man, where I was like starting to doze off in clubs and shit. <laughs> like security guards are coming up, with like, "Come on, bro!" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm right." Man. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, pushed through that night and ended up fucking going home for a little sleep ski. And um, actually, that was the night. This fucking legend. Hang on, I've got it written down here. He uh, he was at the live golf, mate. And shout out to Smithy. In Adelaide. He swapped me a fucking Greg Norman signed Alpha Blokes hat. The fucking legend. How's so, that? Yeah, man. It, shout out to him because that, uh, that was a great little memento from that trip. You know, Greg Norman, the great white shark. So How thanks. That? Yeah, thanks heaps to you, legend. But um, on Sunday, bro, it was the same plan as Perth. Remember when we're like, righto, we need to change it up here. Let's go check out the water. Like yep. we've been all in around the city you, you need that something to pick your morale up on fucking the last one. So Sunday we went down to the water there, mate, and what a fucking joint, man. It had this big Ferris wheel. This It actually faced the west where it was, so the sun set over the water. So she was just seen, nice. like just fucking awesome where, where it was um, and met up with uh, Mikey Mull's crew. So there was the two. Tatum, the dingoes. There, there was like two sets of 16. In the same fucking state, state. In, the, yeah, in the state. So we sort of teamed up with them and just fucking let one rip that night. Yeah, so yeah. that was good, man. But, yeah, the, to finish it off, though, get get this. So she's Sunday night, late, and we're, we're walking back. I was with Kingy, Zeb Thompson and Alex, and we're like, right, let's just stop into this one more joint to finish it off and have a drink. I'm not going to say the name of the joint. But we go to go to get in there. And obviously we're seasoned at this at this stage, and I might could probably see it. But he goes, he looked at me, and he goes, "Nah, mate, you can't come in. You got a mullet." Oh no! And I went, "What? Got a mullet?" And this is coming from a Joe who was running a top knot and a mutton chop combo. The cunt looked like a gay Wolverine. Dead set. Like, ask the boys. I just went, I have a fucking look at your dome. And he just goes, what? I said, you're running a fucking mutton chop top knot combo and you can't, you're telling me I can't come in with a fucking mullet. And it's barely even a mullet. Like, this haircut's only been a mullet for, like, one haircut. What, what's so, the go with the haircut? Like, is he going to tell, like, like people that are certain religions that have their fucking 
like a towel, a tea towel on the head or shit Well, bro, like that. I don't know how it works. Like, I didn't well, think that was well, actually allowed. Like, it's not a private school, cunt. It's a fucking club. Well, it's a bit like, um, wasn't it Perth with the red shoes? Mm. Yeah, yeah. They come up with whatever the uh, owner probably doesn't like. Yeah. I don't like the bikes with mullets and I don't like people with red shoes on. But, like, getting told from a cunt running a top knot. Yeah, that's a joke. With a mutton chop combo. And yeah. the AFL was on where everyone has a mullet. Yeah, like, what are you, what's going on? But I think it was one of those things, man, where he just would have saw us and just went, nah, these can't These are blokes are seasoned. But I'd rather a bloke tell me, mate, you are, you are fucking off your lemon spread. I don't think it's a good idea you come in. And I just, I just would have went, copy that, Joe. Yeah, yeah. You know, don't make an excuse about me haircut, you fucking tripper. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, so that was mutton chips. That was that was some news on the fucking way home, but um, <laughs> but yeah, that's that's about it, lads. Fucking, that's the recap of Adelaide. But big fan of Adelaide and what it brought, and yeah, the interstate bucks. I'd like to get down there, but I'd sound like, um, you know, those weekends like Perth, like UFC, like what's it like when you just go there for a normal weekend? Mm. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Brisbane. Yeah, yeah, that's right. If you just roll in and there's nothing really on, yeah. would there be the same sort of vibe? vibe Who but knows? But I'm know. glad we get to you experience. You get to experience it when it's fucking on. Oh fuck yeah, man! Yeah, it, it, I know what you're saying. It'd make it a bit disappointing if you went there for a normal one. Well, it's a bit like say someone come up to Gladstone for the weekend with a hookup when it's all vibing and all going on. Mm. And they go, oh, Glasgow was great. And then some bloke worked up here for six months, <laughs> yeah, six days yeah. a week. Get going, fuck, enough of that joint. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's right. Well, it's just, I think it's one of those things where you could have fun with a group of blokes keen to do something like that wherever you went. When the boys are on, yeah, it's that's a good right. time anyway. When the boys are on. I've actually, for when the boys are on, I've actually got a theory on how serial killers are made. Trust me, I've linked it in here. But, um, no, I agree with you. I know what you're getting at. Yeah, and I think I've mentioned it before, but I really want to let you know me theory because I was talking to the boys about it, and I reckon we're on to something here. Now, when a bloke, you know, when you're away on a Bucks party or a bender, you do some really silly things, and you put things into your body and rah, rah, rah. I'm not going to dive into those details. But they reckon, like, drinking pineapple juice can affect, the, like, your taste of the sperm and, and all this stuff, the, like the urban myths. And I've got a fucking urban myth that I reckon that load that is built during those three days of a bender and all the shit that you get up to, if you release that load inside your missus when you get home and it knocks her up, you're looking at fucking Jeffrey Dahmer, baby. I'm yeah. serious. I reckon that's where they come from, you know. And, and I reckon it progresses the bigger bender you have too. Like, if you have a little cheeky overnighter, you're probably looking at some mild autism and aggression, you know, on, on a little one-nighter. And, um, you know, if you're on a, a two-day mission, you're probably getting some schizophrenia and, you know, killing animals for fun sort of shit. And you, you lost me still back at um, people trying the cum when you're drinking pineapple juice. Like, who the fuck's testing that out? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Who's signing up for that as a job? Yeah, I don't know. Well, someone's... Yeah, gee whiz, that tastes way better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But and then I reckon anything longer than that, and we're talking Ivan Malat, Ted Bundy, Jeffrey Dahmer vibes. Yeah, on a big long yeah. one. What do you reckon? A two day, I might end up with Bill Cosby. Yeah, so, just something weird, you know. So boys, all I'm trying to say is always shoot that post nut, uh, post Larry load down the drain. It's bad juju. I reckon it should be at least three. Mm. Three what? Three. Three ejaculations. 
Oh, true. I was just thinking one load. No, I don't trust myself, so it'd mm. have to be three, I reckon. Yeah, so just keep it – just think about it, boys. When you get home, have a pool, get rid of that bad juju, and uh, <laughs> you'll be on your way. <laughs> um, but the, the local event, mate, that we've just been at on the weekend, the hookup, and get a chance to come to it. But um, it's pretty cool seeing something that that big and that full on, like, at a, at somewhere where you live, I suppose. Like, bring so many people in, um, good energy there, and fucking so many prizes get give, uh, given away. There's actually so many uh, local people that won as well. Uh, yeah. This that, one. Like, heaps of locals, man, won the boat and shit. So, it's cool. It's and good the kids love it. They were, like, I've seen all the photos this morning put up. They're like, that's I, th- I think your, um, your nephew, yeah. I see he got something. Yeah, my nephew won a, a won a rod, but it's so cool, like, seeing the kids go up and, like, win a tinny or even a fishing rod, you know, and you get to come see the the fish live. Like, I took my young fella there, and they go down and release the fish every few hours, like the whiting and all the, the brim and everything like that, so. It's good yeah. vibe. I it rolled in there for um, sponsors, uh, the sponsor night on the Thursday night for the free piss and the seafood. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then with the Mad Hueys and then showed her face and then, Went back into town, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't. Then I battled the sunny coast Friday. Yeah, you fairly ripped in that night, too. Mm. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Would have made the drive good. Yes, but mate, I was thinking about it because I was sitting there last uh, on Sunday night, and fuck me, man, it, like I rocked up there hungover as fuck because I ripped in on Saturday, proper ripped in, carried on too. Um, and I was thinking when we we're sitting there because people go and set up their chairs. And just leave them there for the whole weekend? Yeah. Or like, just play on. Yeah, yeah, me too. But I'm thinking, that, what about, like, that's a perfect spot for a homeless bike for three days. Best sleep of his life. Yeah, hey, and if you're short on a camp chair, fucking off you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was it was talking- sad. Um, you hear, like, a bloke got six rods or something stolen out of his boat. Oh, true. Should have worried about the camp chairs. Well, that, I was just sitting there going, um, you know, if you're short on a camp chair... Just roll down, grab one. No one's saying, mate, is that your chair on yeah, the way yeah, out? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's good that people can trust. Like, there's that many there that I don't think they'd get touched. But <laughs> I was fucking having a laugh with the boys going, fucking good spot for a new chair. <laughs> <laughs> was uh, the pig pen firing on the Saturday? Yeah, yeah, man. I was. I didn't even go past that area where the pig pen was. I was nah. just bouncing in between people. Shout out to everyone who come said g'day. And, um... Yeah, it was a ripping night, man. And went went to the TP, T Tannen Pub, turned it on, and um, crossed the bridge. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, it was on. So big, big fucking weekend for the hook. There was some fucking boats on the highway coming down like this morning. Yeah. Let alone what's headed north. I think they actually got a bit of good it was, conditions. It was good weather, yeah. yeah. I think it dropped out Saturday. Yeah, I think the Sunday was better. Good. Yeah. yeah, but anyway, it's good to see him get out there because it means obviously you know a lot of good fish get weighed in, and there was some um, there was some good stuff, and yeah, it's always a good event. Yeah. Tell you what, that was a torture method sitting through it on that Sunday night because I rocked up at six. I was almost not going to go because I'm like, oh, as if I'm going to win the boat, but I'm like, yeah, you watch. I don't go. Me name gets called out. Rocked up at six for the raffles, and I think the boat didn't get drawn till like nine thirty or something, and I'm going. Phew. For people that don't know, they do the big boat on the last night of the draw. Yeah, it's like worth ninety five grand. This boat that they give away. Yeah, and so and you got to be there to win it. So it was one of those things that I'm wounded at home, <laughs> but you got to go because you don't want to get that call to say, "Oh, dickhead, you yeah, name should have been down here as your hangover." Mm. So yeah, that was. Um, but yeah, it was good, mate. 
How was your fucking? How was your weekend? I've been dribbling shit for about twenty minutes now. So. Yeah, no, nah, it was alright. Um, like I said, you got to pick your um, battles. But went mm. down for um, Mrs. No, my sister's twenty first. Yeah. So shout out to her. Happy birthday. Yeah. Um, we we got a house on the canal there yeah. and um, did something different. Instead of going out to tea, we got. Somehow we got this bloke, um, Alan Dawes. I hope I got that right, mate. Um, private chef. And he come around to the actual thing and does all the cooking there. Like the fine it. dining. Really? So we had like Wagyu, some pumpkin dish, a chicken dish. And then he like sells knives there. But I'm like, he's go, he's coming up north to do Mackay. I think he's going to be Gladstone uh, for a couple of bookings, like the 26th of September. But I'm going, how good is that for something up here where we don't have that fancy of restaurants yeah. where you can just like set up at your house and have friends over and go, hey, it's going to be 135 bucks a person or whatever, but you mm. get five-course meal and you're around your friends at you're yeah. not your nice house and yeah backyard. You, do you provide? Does he have to get a kitchen provided, or does he bring all his own? Oh, you just had. He pretty much said, make sure the cars, um, like, to pull up in the driveway. Yeah, yeah. Access to the kitchen and then a clear bench, and that was it. Sweet. They brought brought in everything. I don't know what are they calling the sous vide, sous vide machines, and then your oven, and then. But he said we've rocked up and just done it on barbecues. Yeah. As well, as long as you got a couple of PowerPoints. What a fucking awesome idea, though. Oh, it's a good it? little business idea. You just travel it around and just do bookings. Because like you said, if, you're, if you've got a nice place like that and you've paid for a good place away, then why not stay there, enjoy it, drink all your own piss? Yeah. And, yeah. That's He's, cool, eh? Was it good? Good feed? Yeah, it was a good feed. Yeah. There was um, yeah, a few few tips um, there for a few things of cooking, it was good. I was picking his brain. Don't know if you've appreciated it or not, but um, just hovering around. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, not hovering, but I was. And there was some things I would question too, but they're the professionals. Yeah, yeah, sweet. No, that would have been cool, eh? That's a good idea. Yeah. Have so, you been? Uh, have you been doing any cooking yourself? Oh, I did a bit of wagyu the other night. I was trying to find a dealer down in the um, sunny case, and I was hitting old mate up as well, and he gets um, stuff from Toowoomba, but I think you got to be. Um, like um, a, sort of a name for yourself in that industry. Mm, yeah, right. We might be able to get in, mate. Might be able yeah, to get yeah. a bit of wagyu out of this farm. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Eh? But no, the I, case uh, was fucking pumping, but because that groove and the move was on. Yeah, yeah. But, um, been, yeah bit traffic that, on the road too. Oh yeah, I was fucking off it. <laughs> I'm always off it. Yeah, mate. But, I um, there was you know I was saying the the in laws give us that some of that killer that they did. Yep. They give us a couple of big tomahawk fucking ribeye, whatever they are, rib on the bone or whatever. And um, I defrosted them the other day because I'm like, right, I've got a day at home. What can I fucking, you know, do the sarvi? Just cook something fucking smick. So I thought the footy's on and I'll fucking, you know, cook a good steak. So I defrosted those two. And because the old hark shit itself, the old upright gas smoker, and I'm just... I'm oh, in and the, do itself in? Oh, I saw it. Not really. I... I it was at the old place, and I haven't used it since, and I think it's still there. And I just haven't got around to bringing it or whatever. But I've been doing my research on what I'm going to use, what I'm going to get next, like get, yep. buy myself a good one. Um, but until then, I was like, right, how can I go about cooking these and still like fucking cook them, give them some respect, you know, give a bit of love to the dish. Yep. So, do you know how my barbecue's got the fucking, it's just got the rack, like the rack to leave it on after you cook it? Warming rack. Yep. Yeah, I took the plates out and shit, and I fucking left the grill in there by itself, and just fucking used it like an oven on those racks 
for yep. the start and just slow, low and slow, cooked them until they had a good internal temp or whatever. So I still had a bit to play with before they were medium. Yep. And then just real hot, turned the grill right up, mate, and just reverse seared, like reverse seared them at the end. Just had some salt and pepper on them. Beautiful. And fucking unreal, mate. Nailed it too. Medium. And just fucking, you know, sliced them at the end and proper presented it on the plate, me and the missus. The young fella was still up the grub. He was sniffing around eating a few as <laughs> yeah. well. But it's a good feeling when you pull off something like that. It is good, I reckon. Yeah. Appreciation. Mate, and, yeah, and it's good being at home doing that. I'll tell you what, man, what makes home feel like home for me. Like, I was sitting there cooking that on the barbie. I had the footy on at the bar. And I was genuinely happy in that spot. And I feel like... Um, what makes home home is is having that one spot that generally makes you feel happy, you know. Yeah. Like I, when we were on the farm and that, it was really good. And like I had I had a good time driving around with the the dogs and shit like that out there. But like this place, it's just having that one spot where you can just go and you can just unwind and go, fuck yeah, like I'm happy to be here. Yeah, definitely. I just think it's important, eh? Like that that is what makes home home for me. You know, it's also good What's that? when you're cooking, when the kids are asleep. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because well, yeah. fuck me. If you're trying to act, you'll, you'll fuck up. If you're trying to do too much. Well, bro, that was what made that thing so, uh, so good that time because I was running around. The kids were turning it on. The twins were crying. The fucking toddlers were, were off tap. So I just had to leave it in there and hope it didn't cook too much while I bathed and bedded the kids, flew out there, and it was just at the right temp to put on the grill. And it was like, instead of just hovering over, I didn't really have time to, but it worked out okay. But, um, yeah, I agree. It's that's nice spaghetti, to have... spaghetti bog night if you're having a late night with the kids. <laughs> yeah, pour, the, pour the noodles and yeah. tin of sauce in the yeah, mints. That's right. But, no, man, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. So I'm really liking how the community's getting around the whole cooking and the smoking stuff at the moment. And I yeah. feel like... I'm going to, like, ask a heap of questions and involve them all on what smoker I end up getting. Because, like, yep. I was originally going, oh, I'll get the electric Traeger, the pellet-fed, uh, pellet but then I was looking at these ones that it was like an upright thing with the charcoal that burns, like gravity-fed burns on its way down. Oh, and I'm like, oh, righto, yeah. Yeah, so I think I'll ask a few questions and involve. Like, I'd really like to get a guru on in the smoking game on for an episode. Yeah, there's, so. um, there's a few um, there we're talking to at the moment, so mm. we'll try to lock some in probably in the next couple of months, I reckon. Yeah, but it's definitely a field that I'm interested in. It's fucking good fun, so. Yeah, that's what I said even to this private chef. Mm. Um, he was having a chat and he was trying to line it up and I said it might be right when I go to Northwest at the end of the year, um, plus with these bookings, but it would have been good because there was things I agree with him that then he explained why and then I oh sorry, I disagreed with him, but then he explained why and then I could see it when I tasted it, what yeah. he meant. Yeah, right. One one good thing I did agree with him was the chicken breast. He said like higher higher temp, hard and fast. Oh yeah. So you know like chicken breast so easy to dry out. Mm. And then it's something like breaking down the glycogen, I don't know if that's the right word, but like sort of the fat that is in that lean meat. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, that's a good tip because I've always gone like chicken stock, a bit of white wine um, in the pan to keep that moisture in there. Oh, yeah. But he's going higher temp like in the oven. Yeah, right. Oh, so it cooks it short and sharp. Short and, and sharp it sort and of it keeps that moisture. Out. Yeah, it doesn't dry out. It doesn't have time to dry out. Yeah. I suppose another point of that would be with old mate coming to your house is you don't just get to go out the back 
at a at a uh, restaurant and go, "Hey, brother, can you fucking talk to me about this chicken?" That's yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know, so, and then he, he'll break it down and he'll give him to go how I started and shit like that. So it was pretty good. Yeah, it was like a like sort of an experience. Yeah, no, oh, that's good, mate. I think that's a fucking yeah, that's cool. Don't know if you'd have um, kids flying around the backyard and stuff like that for that vibe, but um, no, man, it's one of those things where some it, things work with kids and some things don't. But I think it's a perfect thing to get your close friends around instead of going to a restaurant yeah. and have them there yeah. to have that experience together. So I reckon it's a great business idea. I think Fuck it's I because um, it's gone off really recently, but it's because like blokes and non-blokes, like everyone – They'll be head chef and then exec chef and just get burnt the fuck out working for the man. Yeah, yeah. and then they'll um they'll lose their passion essentially. You're dead right. And then they're just like, oh, I'm just going to run my own race, mm. bring people together with food, love, family events. Yeah, how good's that? Yeah, I think fuck. I think I think that's kind of where the trend's going. If yeah, and get yeah. back to your own um what you like to cook and what you specialize yeah. in instead of doing a set menu that you don't agree with the owner of the hundred percent. That's right. Instead of someone steaming in and going, yeah, I think we should change the menu up. Like I've seen this person do more this. salt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I think you're onto it, Queen. Eh? Like, that's fucking. That's a great. There's a lot point. of look, these different things that are happening now where you can just. Be creative and go on to yourself, stuff like this. Mm. Prepared to just working for the man. Well, I suppose mm. it's not something you think of. We're so accustomed to having to go out to a restaurant. The nine to five. To, to eat or whatever. Yeah. And it wouldn't even be a thought in my mind like, when before do you think hearing of, you talk about When that. do you think of a caterer at a private event, you think wedding. We need to find a, yeah. like that yeah. in a bulk. Yeah. You don't think of just... Me, the missus, and a cut two other couples, or like, or someone's birthday dinner, or something like. That's and and but you might have the kids, and you can order them around. The kids can go to bed at their own house, like normal, and be in bed, and you can have a nice evening with the adults. Yeah, and all be at home, like, and get on it. And you know the best part is they did all the dishes. Oh, stop it! Did they? Yeah, yeah. No, they brought all their bowls. plates, bowls. And yeah. I think we just had knife and forks. Yeah, prime. And um, I think we did our own glasses because we'd like drink a wine. Mm. But I'm like, how good's that? You didn't even have to wash up. Yeah, beauty. Did you have red with your steak? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, daddy. Daddy on the red. I, um, <laughs> I mean, going too hard on the red. <laughs> I've actually um, got to have a little reality check with myself <laughs> of how hard I've been going on the red. <laughs> Sorry, bro. <laughs> what are you? A little sore point there? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Like, I was like, oh, like two balls a night, easy. True. So what's that? Like 16, like 8.5 each bottle. Have it's you? like 17 fucking drinks. What are you, uh, what are you, what's been your poison? Oh, uh, I've been, I've been getting a bit lighter because you get dehydrated on the full cab sav. I've done the, like, the Pinot Noir and a bit of Shiraz and shit like that. Mm. But um, it's shocking. It all tastes good. <laughs> And I enjoy it doing, like, cooking as well. Yeah, yeah. And it just goes well. Because I'm like, you're smashing beers and it gets hot and you're trying to prep food and stuff, but red wine can just stay at room temp and we're coming into the cooler weather. Ooh, so yeah. we're in the dangerous times. I could see we're in the you, trenches. I could see you on the balcony there at your place looking over the dam with an apron on with a six-pack <laughs> on the front of it, just daddy stirring his red wine going, <laughs> stop it. Just yeah, not much of a sniffer, I'm more of a drinker. <laughs> yeah. Don't waste the fumes on a sniff, brush. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good stuff. Boys, should we get into a, the should we hit the newsroom? Newsroom. Fucking hell. It's been a while. <laughs> it has. Here we go. Shout out to Benjamin. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
So I think uh, kicking things off here, we've got a bit of state of our uh, state of origin PBR action. As you would have known, uh, Jared Baguero come on a while ago with his episode. So he just went to the first fucking state of origin PBR. Bullfighter. Yeah, bullfighter, sorry. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he gave me an update sent through. Um, and I'll, I'll read it out for you. So he goes, well... As you would expect, the Queensland boys continued their dominance in the Origin Arena, riding 11 balls to New South Wales, only riding eight. Uh, we had three debutants in the Queensland team this year who done us proud as long, as long as the seven boys who have competed at this level before and been a huge part of why Queensland has never lost a series and actually only ever lost one event out of the three years it's been running. Uh, Aaron Clyer, our captain, as well as Kurt Shepard and Jake Kerr, and the local Calliope kid, Macaulay Leather, all rode two of their three bulls. There are still individual awards as well, and Queensland filled the podium with first, second, and third. Macaulay, with the win, has now moved to number one in the Australian standings, giving him two wins and a second in his last three events. Watch this space, because he's going to do big things, this kid. Freak of a talent and one of those hometown legends, one of our hometown legends. Uh, round two is in Brisbane on the 10th of June, and it's an event not to be missed for anyone around the area. Keen to come support the Queensland boys. We were knocking on the door for four up the fucking Mighty Maroons. So it's actually the same night as our live event, so we probably won't yeah, be Yeah, make sure you, if you get a pick one. Yeah, that's right. But, you know, if you're around that fucking uh, right. Brisbane, get in there and uh, support the boys. But how good? Queensland taking out the first one. Ah, oh, fuck it, easy, but yeah, easy, but never in doubt, the boys, never in doubt. Um, one thing I've been seeing on the trendsetters group a lot um, is and that's the Lawrence boys killing it in the um Supercross. the Supercross in that in that game. So how good's that to see? Like I'm not, I'm not a big motorsports guy, but I love seeing fucking Aussies do well. And by the sounds of it, these boys are fucking kicking ass. So. Massive shout-out to those guys. If you're into that game, go check them out. And, yeah, I'm, well, if you're into that game, of course, you'd fucking know exactly what's A lot going of people on. do um, the what I didn't realise until probably, I don't know, a couple of years ago. Um, they treat it like the footy tip, I think. Oh, do like, they? like the Supercross. They, like, they follow it and you have, like, bets with each other. Oh, yeah, yeah, on who's going to win and that sort yeah. of thing. Yeah, righto. Yeah, sweet. Jet's only 19. That's crazy. Really? Yeah. Young... Fucking oath, how good. Run your weapon. Mm. Yeah, but how good. The boys are fucking ripping in. So, like I said, I always love seeing Aussies Aussies going well, especially overseas kicking ass. So, fucking make sure you get behind those two legends having a proper red-hot crack. Uh, The old bare-knuckle fighting championships, mate. None of it. We didn't actually get to watch it. No, but um, we will half right with... um, Rockhold not getting the win. Yeah, Mike Perry defeated Luke Rockhold via uh, second round retirement, I think it's called. I, I don't know the details yet, but Rockhold sort of stopped and pointed to his mouth. So I don't know if he busted his he teeth snapped, up. Yeah, and... he chipped a full um, one of the canines. Yeah, do we right. call them canines? <laughs> I, think so. I think so. You can do. We do? Yeah. yeah. One of them and then that lip. Yeah. So he sort of pulled out. I think he had a pretty bad mouth injury or something. I'm not 100% sure. And... Uh, we said we were going for Mendez, but Eddie Alvarez wins in a split decision um, over Mendez. So I didn't really get to see the fight, but 
you know. One thing I want to say, those cunts are tough as fuck. I could not put myself in that situation, respect doing that shit. Mate, that is fucking just... It, it do, I don't think it gets more real than that. No. Like, the only thing different about that to a normal street brawl is they've got a mouth guard in. That's the only difference. Like, she's bare fucking knuckle. Like, oh. And, then, yeah, the, the mouthpiece. And then they must have to have a half-decent mouthpiece. That's what um, Rockhold was saying. It might need a better one, like, mm. next time. Because like, a, a glove, you could... Yeah, there's no Different pushing. angles with knuckles hitting you compared oh. to a glove. Yeah. Do you agree? Like, the... Yeah, oh, mate, I... I just think that's oh yeah, it's fucking. Well, some of the nasty wild. things I've seen when people have got hit, how it can, you just can parts of your face can open up. Well, it's not as slippery, I suppose. Like it probably grips more and splits you easily yeah. and stuff like that. So yeah, shout out to anyone having a crack. McGregor was there and come into the ring and uh, had a bit of a square off with Mike Perry. So I don't know. If that was just a bit of hyping some stuff up, but. Yeah, you know, it's fucking, it's pretty cool. Like, I, I like that. Like I said, mad respect to them all, and it's fucking pretty entertaining watching two blokes go the, literally go the go knuckle. The knuckle. <laughs> so, yeah, how good's that? But, boys, that's my sort of bit of a wrap-up on the, the sports side of things. Yeah, you's going. Who would like to go next? Well, I just got one funny one for me news thing. Copy. That... <laughs> I don't want to ever see again. That Adelaide man that had been spotted chowing down on those bulk oh, buy yeah. pack of raw dr- chicken drumsticks. Oh, yeah, dude. What? Shout out to Salmonella. That was fucking off guts. He looked it? off his head, eh? I wanted to have. <laughs> well, look at him. So this bloke is just behind a chick on the fucking uh, escalator or whatever it is. Yeah. Just with a packet of fucking Ugh. raw drumsticks, and he's just chowing into it. So remember that other video? I've only seen one other, and there was a Chinese lady, I think, oh. and she was um, hooking into a full um, roast chook. That yeah, was raw. Right, raw. <laughs> oh, yeah. I just don't get what. It, but I wanted to know what's the chances out of a hundred. Of you getting salmonella yeah, Is it every like, time? Yeah, or, that's an Like, say it's fresh out of the fridge. Yeah, can you still eat it and not get salmonella? Surely. Like, I don't think I'd ever want to test this out. Uh, oh, iron guts just fucking ripping into one. So, chicken is a major source of these illnesses. In fact, about one in every 25 packages of chicken at the grocery store are contaminated with salmonella. You can get sick from contaminated chicken if it's not cooked thoroughly. There you go. So, one in 25. There's a bit more maths here. They found that 13.6% of chicken breasts were contaminated with salmonella out of a sample of 300. So if salmonella is the only thing you're worried about, expect to come in contact with pathogens 130 times out of 1,000. So that's 13%, essentially. Well, that's so, why you don't see many videos. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, mate, was just fucking running the risk, just chewing yeah. it. Not even medium rare. Baby, she's raw. She's blue, baby. Can you, can you imagine seeing that? You're at the mall, and here comes old mate <laughs> walking past, just ploughing into a drumstick. Fucking hell. I would have Wouldn't swung my head around for... like this bloke I seen this morning I forgot about. He was wearing the Vietnamese fucking, um, what do you call those? Rice farming hats. Rice farmer hats, the, the ninja suit fucking with hell. a backpack on on a scooter in between Maribar and fucking um, Childers. That's it. I'm like... Probably had a set of nunchucks in the fucking... Imagine how jacked your leg would be on a scooter trying to do a long-distance stint, let alone wearing that. 
fuck. My name, right? Run your own race. It's more entertaining than a fucking lycra, though. Oh, yeah, I've seen a few of them today, too. Did you? Green hat, purple vest, fucking black little lycra pants. <laughs> Full carry-on. Trendy. Tr- trucks trying to avoid them. Get off the road. I reckon I'd have to nearly stop old mate for a yarn, eh? If I saw... Um, the raw chicken. Yeah, thing. man. You near go, bro. What's happening? <laughs> Run me through that. Yeah, yeah. Talk me through it, brother. What do you get out of that? Are you that fucking hungry? <laughs> oh, yeah. There you go. That's a great point because I saw that too and forgot about it. Good one. Good shit. What do you got, Quino? Boys, I'm furious. Oh. I am furious. What's happening, mate? The big fella doesn't get worked up. No, that's right. (laughs) Fucking hell. You've probably seen this already. (laughs) (laughs) Rogan posted this a few days after it happened, but there's been a fucking oil protester jumping on a professional billiards game and stopping the game. Mate, I saw this. It's well, a, I haven't seen it. Haven't you? Play, haven't you? Play it up here. So pretty much for, obviously everyone's listening, but there's a bloke who got on a pool table and just released all this orange dye onto the, the proper table and stained it and just stood there on his knees protesting in a big golf competition. Pool. Snooker. Yeah. Snooker. So, what the heck's that about? All you do it uh, It was an oil protest. But, yeah. Fuck him. <laughs> Do you know what should have happened to him? Oh, mate, should have spun his cue around and just fucking cleaned was it. Up. You reckon it was in an oil rigged town? That Ooh, the tournament was. Good point. Let's see, let's see where it is. It had to have been something along those lines, eh? Cause what, yeah, yeah, maybe. Surely you can go like, to an event doing... with more exposure. Yeah. Like, Look, nothing against the pearl sharks out there, but I'm. I'm mean... not rocking up to Alice Springs pub and um, banging a. Banging my head on a um, pool table, talking about whale hunting in Japan. It was in Sheffield, which is the UK, correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, right. Let me triple check. (laughs) Fucking hell. Yeah, it's in England. What a fuckwit, eh? Yeah. Hey, mate, I'm all for, like, environmentally conscious or whatever. Oh, but but like, the poor table. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Quino's shattered. <laughs> yeah, but, but like stand outside. Just fucking stand the best out. of the best get into their work and this fucker just ruins it. Yeah, what a grub. <laughs> what a dog. But yeah, they should have just he should have just got fucking opened up on with the back end of about ten pill cues. <laughs> Come to the wrong spot, Joe. Crack. <laughs> fucking get out of here. But apparently that re- proper ruined the table too, or that dye that he did. Yeah, it would have. Little fuck ass. Yeah. Takes forever to get felted. You, know. you can't tell me that cunt doesn't use anything that has oil in it. <laughs> there must be some pool table fuck ups because remember that um, bluff pub I was out at? Oh, mate, put his beer on there, knocked it over, tried to clean it up and was yeah. like scrubbing it. And then put his other, um, someone gave, got him another beer and he put it down and it fell again. Yeah. And you... everyone was like, get out of the pub. They'd have to have. And it was like a um, cow skin one. Oh. I was going to say, it's it's one of those things where if you were going to spend a lot of money on a pool table, you would not put it in an open bar. No. Nah. You know, like, that's it's just people spill shit. You're pissed and fucking whatever. I don't know what it is. I said cow skin bar, but it did. It was like the um, like a dairy cow vibe over the fuck. I don't know what the fuck it was. Yeah, right. But, yeah, don't hit me up. It's it's only felt or fucking something like that. It was had a pattern. Yeah, you've probably... Looked like a fucking cow. There's probably some pool 
shark connoisseur just screaming through the fucking car <laughs> yeah. at everyone now. Whiskey's from Hawaii. Yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> what, a, what about your pearl cue, Quinn? Have you got a fucking – have you invested in a, a good one and how much difference does it make between getting your own and just one at the pub? Um, been a little bit – Slack on the pool game mm. because I've been a very busy boy. Mm. Been patrioting. Yeah, um, you have. Yeah, and the three D printers have been running hot. Too. Yeah. Um. But uh, played yesterday, and Jesse found Jesse actually went to the Eight Ball Association Ooh. and found competitive like league information. Right. Now here's the thing: you can't even compete in teams of two. You got to have four, which is a bit of a joke. What? Yeah, and then they've got D grade, C grade, and A grade. And D grades on the Monday, which Jesse plays touch, and we're usually here anyway. Yeah. So that's a bit disappointing. But A grades on Thursday, so I think we're just going to have to sign up for A grade yeah. <laughs> straight up. What See a, we go. What the fuck happened to B grade? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Out of all that, I was like, oh, that's they're the first losers, mate. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, so you can steam into A grade, mate. Yeah, yeah. Boy, or I'd love it if you. Let us give us heaps of notice because I want to see if we can get like a crowd. Imagine a crowd of <laughs> fucking mad cunts there for oh, fucking yeah. Quinderella and the Seven Balls. I reckon debut. we can run a comp, surely. Surely. Um, but yesterday, I was a bit rusty. Jesse, well, yeah. Jesse smoked me. I won one game, but because he sung the eight. You got a table at home? No, we're thinking about getting one. And yep. because he's a fucking genius, he's going to, um, we'll get the pool table and then he'll be able to engineer it to flip as the dinner table. Oh, <laughs> so we're, we're looking at that at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. nice. How good's that? Three D yeah. print the legs. <laughs> yeah, beautiful, mate. Mm. How good's that? And what a fucking idiot that protester. Yeah, bit of a pool update. <laughs> yeah. There we go, mixed in. Right, I think that's fucking. I think that's the news done, lads. Um, bit of motivational stuff. I fucking I saw on Instagram Ned Brockman. Now, yes. that bloke just fucking gets shit done. Big inspiration to everyone. Everyone knows he ran across, literally across the country from WA and fucking finished in Sydney. Crazy shit. But he, he had an Instagram post and it said, less than 100 years from now, you're done, finished. Your possessions, achievements, body, all of it gone. Nothing will remain of your insignificant existence beside your actions today, which will ripple, however small, for eternity throughout the lives of so many. And that got me fired the fuck up and went, fuck yeah, let's go, because you've got a limited amount of time to get out there and have a crack. That's right. You know, like anyone sitting there wondering, you do that for 10 years, next minute, there's certain things you can't do when you get over a certain age, you know? Or even, not even that, like, we've seen so many accidents and personally best mates and people leave the world early and... Things can happen at any time, so don't fucking wait if you really want to do something, pretty much, is what that post is saying. Get the fuck out there and push yourself and have a go. You don't want to be sitting in a nursing home going, yeah, I was going to do that. Yeah, 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 that would fucking work well. Yeah, so, I don't know, it was just a good little kick up the arse to me, just having a bit of a scroll going, fucking oath, man, that is a great, you know, a great message, I think. He's um, He must be doing a bit of American tour or something at the moment because he? he was on that Cameron Haynes yeah, podcast yeah. the other day. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, good on him. Fucking. And yeah. I think he might have set the record with um, that lift, run, shoot or whatever Cameron Haynes does. Oh, oh obviously because he's a killer of running. What's he do? I think he might have got the fastest time for the hill. They do like a half marathon or something. Yeah. Like okay. you, he picks them up from the airport. They do like a half marathon, and then they go shoot bows. 
and then um, do a podcast afterwards. Yep. That sort of, yeah, the lift run show. He was at UFC too. We'll never be on that show. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just got to somehow run. We'll just split. We can split Go to the, the gym r- with him and then you just got to shoot a bow. Well, we can split the run leg up. Fuck it, I forget. I'll give it a go. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, good on him. Fucking, it'd be cool to get him on the show one day, eh? Big Ned. Fuck yes. yeah. It might be another goal for us, uh, Yeah, for the transcenders to help us with. Yeah, that's it. We'll... Um, Make something happen anyway, but yeah, it was, and that touches on. We haven't even talked about we, how we landed Steve. Yeah, so we haven't even covered that. That was a fucking, um, that was an eye opener, man. It was a bit of a pinch me moment, to be honest, because we grew up like literally out in everyone who lives here anyway. Our whole teenage thing, Jackass, was the fucking thing. Yeah, you guys would have been in the exact right oh, mate, growing up, exact it, yeah. time. Like we were those teenagers who you couldn't, you couldn't, you weren't allowed to drink or anything yet. So it was like the exciting, crazy shit was Jackass. Yeah, like when it come out in the cinemas, you were like, "Fuck yeah!" Let's it was go. like Dad was showing um, videos for my sister's twenty first when we were sitting around the house there, and it's literally. This is jackass. Like as kids and going, this is the electric fence. We're pushing each other into the cattle electric <laughs> fence. <laughs> like just how much of a, um, I don't know, what's the impact. word? Impact that show had on young kids and just yeah. having a bit of a laugh with the boys. And I think it was just a thing where for us, like we were saying, Quinn, like that for us, our age, it was just perfect and just hit yep. us at the right time. And to be sitting there with Steve-O, Across from you is just go, yeah, it was just a pinch me moment and a fucking moment to be sort of proud of for me personally going, fuck yeah, man, that's pretty cool. Just, so, yeah, great bloke. Yeah, he's a fucking unit. So I hope people are getting around to his shows and checking it out. But yeah, it's, um, yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, right, I get into a bit of stuff from the fucking trendsetters. So lately, a super hot topic has been dog shitting north. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's been yeah. stuff everywhere, and actually, it's a fucking, it's a mixed bag, eh? Like we get some people saying, "Yep, send a picture of the compass that's apparently mm. on your phone." I didn't know, but picture of the compass pointing dead north, and they reckon some other cunts reckon, "Yeah, mine's out of calibration." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> recalibrate my dog. <laughs> it's shit, and he said, "I recalibrated." <laughs> <laughs> but I just got something out of the fucking. This legend put a thing in there, and he goes, "Blokes get fucked." Just watched the dog take a shit in the backyard. Didn't have the time or the fucking phone app to check his cardinal position. And I'm not a, a geologist engineer either, although curiosity got the better of me. So I downloaded an app and went and stood next to said turd and fuck me. The cunt was standing with his head facing true north the whole duration of said shit. 13 years old, never had him calibrated. I hope this information is helpful. Stay out of yourself. That's great. And get this, Matt commented on that post and he goes, I just went out the backyard to give it a go, aligned my spine facing proper true north and snapped one off. Highly recommend, felt great, give it a go, lads. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, it's just like even though there's some saying, nah, mine didn't work, there is lots confirming it too. Well, there's heaps of photos of a dog shitting facing north, and mm. you just go, <laughs> the hot topics, mate. It's, you, you just go, sh- that is so weird. Mm. If that is a thing, if it is, and it's not just a coincidence with a heap of dogs having one or four ways to shit, it's fucking pretty loose. 
I got one for the trend centers they could help us out from that I forgot to cover in a previous episode. Yeah. You know, we talk, uh, talked about not having sex before the fights mm. and like the testosterone. Yeah, yeah. And then um, I seen like a show the other day and the lawyer was up the um, associate going, no sex or no cloud of judgment. Like don't like um, pity yourself to the client or oh, whatever. Oh, coming in as a lawyer. Yeah, coming in as a lawyer. So I was going, right, hey, trend centers, we need to find out what other jobs has someone gone to you. Fucking no, yeah. don't have sex, mate. Need you to be fucking firing for the next day. Yeah, when should your load be kept? Like, there's got to the be event. some more funny ones out there. Yeah, well, fucking let us know. Like, let I, us don't know think, I don't think when we're fitting, you could. I think you've probably meant to have more sex. Well, I can. Uh, well, I tell to you, to be what, calmer. I tell you what, I'll never be able to tell you from experience because when you're in that camp room. Not much else to do, bruh. That's right. It didn't right. build up very often. That's right. There was no cloud of judgment. <laughs> nah, I had a clear mind the whole time. Hand-to-hand combat. <laughs> In the trenches at the fucking mining camp. Mate, it makes me... When I stop and think about that, how you change rooms every time. Oh, the shit yeah. that The shit that would have got done in those rooms that you rotated between, man, is just insane. If you went in there, bud, with a blue light, Jobs that require abstinence, put them in trendsetters. Yeah, that's right. Let us know. Let us know what you build them up for. Half of the South Pacific would have been on there in a couple of rounds. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hate. Ryan put something in there. He goes, back to the potty uh, 138 regarding things getting stuck up people's doots. Ten years working as a nurse, the amount of shit I've seen stuck up there, dildos, apples, oranges, cucumbers, toothbrushes, etc. Best one would be a bloke's wife was on holiday. Thought he would give his wife's dildo a shot and see what the fuss was about. The unlucky bastard got it stuck up there and fast forward, he had to have surgery to get it removed. But the funny thing is he asked for it back so he could pop it back in the wife's bedside table. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Have a good one, fellas. Holy. How's, how's that? The idea that she comes home from a holiday and she goes to use it not knowing that it has been <laughs> lost up her husband's freckle and surgically removed and placed back in the sock drawer. you got to tell her. I'd tell, like, I'd tell me wife, wouldn't you? Yeah, but... Oh, hey, well, wait, why didn't you answer your phone at 7 o'clock last night? Would it be oh, because I was in the ER getting it removed from my ass. Would it be a quick one, like pick her up from the airport? Oh, i got a, got a thing stuck in my ass, got to talk out, but how was your trip? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I slipped and fell on your dildo the other yeah, night, actually. Yeah. You shouldn't have left it out. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, but enough about me. What's going on? Yeah. What's happening? Gee, where's traffic, eh? Yeah, yeah. Hi, oh, there's traffic, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but... um. How fucking wild's that? Imagine that conversation with a man. <clears throat> Definitely if you're... Oh, it'd be awkward as fuck. Like, so are you gay now or... Yeah, yeah. Is there something you need to tell me? Like, like, do you want me fiddling with it? Yeah, like, like you should probably get me a new one. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, yeah. I don't reckon he would have told her. Imagine the story, like, just knowing that that's happened. That would... See, I'm the type of overthinking fuck that I would have to say something because I couldn't live my life knowing that that thing has been through that and she doesn't know and it's living with us. Like, it I'll would keep mate secrets, but I can't really keep anything for myself. 
I can't like nah. my own conscience. No, nah. oh, fuck no, man. I don't have any secrets when it comes to the misses. And, and um, definitely, if I had a dildo in my ass and we got a podcast and it got stuck, that's content, baby. That's what we're <laughs> here for. That's why we're fucking doing this shit. That's right, exactly. I can never hold that back. Nah, exactly. If you got something lost in your ass, we'd probably vlog it. Yeah, that's right. Hey, the boys, whole surgery. Just letting you know we're about to head to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> the Dutsky's got something stuck in the Dutsky. We all just got out of bed to fucking film this. <laughs> and welcome to the premiere of Dut Doctors. I can guarantee that's never going to happen, but no. I, do, I do have one business idea for a Queen's 3D printer. What's that? Well, Mother's Day is coming up. You should just get a, a replica of me cock and Tom's. Mm. See who <laughs> sees who's the biggest seller Ooh. Yeah, for, right. for your Mother's Day. We just got a 3D scanner too, so I could... We yeah. could technically scan your cock, mate, and print Stop it. it. Yeah. It, but could that would pilot, it could be the pilot hole for um, Mother's Day. See, but this, this is similar, Cam, to the thing where, um, you know, how the waxing thing, you go, oh, imagine the – or actually, gynecologist. You get some blokes go, oh, it'd be sick to be a gynecologist, picturing the no, prettiest looking thing and the, and the smickest hole. You're always but, there for a drama. So, yeah, and but you'd have to get all types of things coming in to get checked out. It's like you scanning your cock. It's like you're picturing this fit bird pleasuring herself with your replica of your cock, yet you probably get some overweight 130-kilo super fan bashing himself with it. <laughs> You know, no, I mean? but I was just imagining Quinn actually running the laser over it. Yeah, and I was yeah. standing up on his pool table, half um new, <laughs> new dining room table. No Go home. on, you got the shot. Yeah, no homo, Quinn. <laughs> this, is all, this is all business, baby. Yeah. <laughs> See if there's a market out there for my dick and Tom's dick, don't, 3D printed. We don't have to. Why don't we just do your dick? <laughs> no, I want to see who's the biggest seller. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah. Well, we'll see. Oh, fucking hell! But <laughs> Oi, we could, we could, not. we could do the cat dog, and we'll just double end them, <laughs> and then you can just like the offset, just <laughs> like, like that prank call. With yeah, the like offset that prank girl. call we did. Yeah. Oh we wow. We get back to back. So what? A, du- a alpha bloke's double ender. Yeah. Oh, stop it! <laughs> stop it! Fuck off! <laughs> so you can work your way up to Cam or Tom. We don't really know who's the. Being who's, one in that department, or who's the um, offset? Yeah, yeah. Look, well, we haven't been around each other with erect penises before, so nah. be it. Well, you wouldn't really know what we're, we're working with there. Anyway, wow. oh, that makes me laugh. Fucking <laughs> hell! Of course, we you get onto a oh, that's that's unreal. I think that could be our next business. Yeah. Well, there you go. Anyway, Bo reckons <laughs> in the he goes trendsetters. After a conf- uh, conversation with some mates last night who informed me that they have the dicks point to 12 o'clock when wearing underwear, not the normal 6 o'clock, which I thought everyone did, are these two just weird cunts or is this a common thing? Let us know. Are you talking that- about just tucking it in the waistband and yeah. getting on with your day? They're, yeah, he's talking about that they have it pointed up like in the waistband all the time. And I'm like, hey? what? Oh, oh, just normal. Running. Yeah, like that's what he said there. He goes fucking inform me that they have the dicks point to 12 o'clock when wearing underwear. Must not, be showers. Not the normal six. Must be showers. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Because Johnny goes, are they supposed to hang? Mine just pokes out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but yeah, that's weird, man. Like I reckon that's the only time I tuck it in there is if you're trying to hide a fat. Yeah. That's right. They you must know? have to fold it and then stick it up. 
Mm. There must be showers. Yeah, there must be showers. The grubs would be nice. It took yeah. me um, right, right between the um, puberty days mm. of like really getting them flat out at school and shit like that. It was that awkward thing. I didn't know what to do with it. Like that, I think it was like grade six or whatever. Yeah. And then like yeah, a few girls maybe did something on the picnic bench at lunch and um, <laughs> the other one noticed and I didn't know to tuck it up because I'm just stuck out like a fucking... Yeah, pitching a tent. Yeah, pitching a tent. Mm. <laughs> but I learnt pretty quick. Yeah, the old waistband. Because she's going, what the fuck? Yeah, what's doing there? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, well, I think to finish off, before we get to a couple of things that Quinn's got in the bag, there was a, th- a, a video that we put out a while ago that went apeshit. The best sayings, which we've put out like fucking months ago too, like last year. But we had a few good sayings come in, man. And there was a few- I thought I'd go through and share a few from the comments across all three platforms. You know, it's a fucking good laugh. But um, here's a few of them. So he's that lazy who would shit in the bed and push it out with his feet. That's <laughs> fucking pretty lazy. I'd rather guide my dad into my mum than eat this. <laughs> That'd have to be crook. That would have to Heck. be. That'd be a raw chicken leg. I think I'd uh, take the salmonella. Yeah, yeah, fucking copy. Me too. Double dose. Um, <laughs> oh, mate, guys, I'd fuck her shadow on a gravel driveway. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> um. Nervous as a long-tailed cat in a room full of rocking chairs. <laughs> That's pretty good. I um, think I've heard this before, but I liked it. Uh, I'm as full as a wanker's belly button. <laughs> and um, one more here. Flat out like a cucumber in a women's prison. <laughs> I've heard that <laughs> They would be snatching them, the old sh- the farm hands. Oh, surely, the farm yeah. hands, the fucking cooks. The, the chef would be the fucking one to work with. That'd be like trading four darts for a cucumber. Yeah, frozen for extra hard. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Playing with the temperature. Yeah, that's true. Right. hot dog day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, frozen snags walking out the door. <laughs> Oh, wow. Never thought of it like that, eh? Like in a women's prison. They just yeah, fucking... Yeah. yeah. She stole the carrot! <laughs> I wonder if they're allowed to have, in the women's prison, if they're allowed to have sex toys. Do you know how people are allowed, like, TV? Could be seen as a weapon, couldn't it? Could beat someone, potentially. Yeah, it would be. Well, it, yeah. wouldn't, be if it was my, wouldn't be if it was the replica of my cop. <laughs> <laughs> Use it as a dart and try a needle in convention. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, I don't know. So, yeah, if you've been in prison. Imagine if we made back on the dick yarn with us 3D printing. If you didn't go Women a double ender, you could nearly make a fucking um, pair of nunchucks. Yeah. Like cord in between. Oh, and nunchucks. <laughs> well, you like that, that cord's probably a good safety net for these blokes losing all this shit up his ass. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Incarcerated women don't have access to store-bought dildos and vibrators. Oh, there you go. Heck. So they'd have to smuggle it in. So they have to get a little creative. Yeah. <laughs> That's why they go licking. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. That for the opposite team in your stint. Mm. Run your own race. Yeah, I was saying, right. actually, this, 
I have to bring this yarn up. Mm. This chick the other um, day, I was seeing on Facebook, and you scrolling through and you see like the prison stories and stuff like that. Mm. And she was a uh, prison guard, but kept um, hooking up with like the blokes yeah. in jail. I think and, I read and, that. And something went down. It was in, it wasn't yeah, in she did. Yeah, she went down, yeah. <laughs> but um, I might end up, I think, uh, flogging her up or something like that. Yeah, I think I think I read the same thing, man. But she's done like prison, two blokes. Prison guard. Yeah. She just have to hang the hang the uh hang the against, to the, the against the bars. That's a safe way of doing it, eh? Yeah, you can't believe some of that shit goes on still, eh? Is it still the bars in prison or is it the fucking like enclosed rooms? Well, I, think, I think it's the bars in the maximum security. Yeah, stuff, high security, right? I think, yes. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, good stuff. You wouldn't be allowed towels in there. No. Nah. Not allowed much, I'd assume. Anyway. Then you see the American movies where our mates, um, what was the one I was watching the other night? He lifts his bed up and he's got cocaine, a gun, oh, longest yard, like funny <laughs> shit like that. Yeah, yeah. Mate, that is a banger of a movie, isn't it? You know, I realised um, one of the actors in there, Joey Diaz. Yeah. I didn't even notice till the other day when I watched it. Oh, get fucked. He's yeah. the can of corn bloke. Yeah. Can of corn and I'll be fine. Can of corn. Can of corn, Yeah. <laughs> Someone give me a diet coke. <laughs> you better not cut me, you assholes. That was a great movie. And to get those actors in for a movie again, imagine what that'd cost you. Oh. Chris Rock. Yeah, man. Mm. Yeah, you're Joey right. Joey Diaz. Um, Get fucked. That is... Adam Sandler, obviously. Yeah. That is a good movie, man. That's really good. Anyway. Anyway, fucking good way to finish off there. That got a bit wild. 3D print now, Cox. Fucking hell. <laughs> Didn't know the episode was going to go that way. <laughs> no. <laughs> what do you reckon, Quinn? Have you got a couple from the fucking weapons to finish sure do. off today? From our favourites too. Ooh. Couple of the OGs. Yeah. Couple um, of fucking also, artists. speaking of Ned Brockman, mm. I'm doing May 50K. Oh, yeah. Um. So, yeah. So, anyone, I don't know. I, it was just a thought I had because I've been going, instead of going to gym, I've been walking and running. Oh, yeah. Lately. Yep. Um, and I went for one yesterday afternoon. I'm like, oh, it's the first tomorrow. People usually do this thing. And I looked at it and I just signed up. And, yeah, I'm doing it. So any awesome. other trendsetters want to get involved? Yeah, well, we'll find Why don't you do, what's that app, that Strava? Yeah, yep. Mm. And, I, and see who, I don't know. Or just gets there, I guess. Yeah, Instead of, you know, they do the whole, like, like the Cyber October thing where he goes, oh, I'll make six Ks in front of me. I'm ah, going to make yeah. up nine K today or whatever. I like it. But you could mm. just do a normal one, Striver going, who's actually doing it with you. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, well, put, put a post in that um, in the Trendsetters group about what you're doing, Quinn, and everything mm. like that. I think you can it. register a team and stuff. I'll have another look. Yeah, right. I mean, fuck, we should have been onto that quicker. Um, yeah, well, it literally came to my head yesterday as I was doing a walk. Yeah. Was like, no, I'll good oh, on you, mate. Yeah. That's fucking great stuff. Mm. I should join you. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm not even going to make a... <laughs> like a it's all right. Good on you, mate. That's all I'm going to say. I like, yeah. Proud of you. I can feel myself going back to unhealthy habits. I'm like, this will be a good accountability. Yeah, yes, good work, that mate. Is That's good. great mm. self-control. Proud of you. Righto, let's go. Tommy, Cam, Quinton, you mad rooters. Fez Free Range, guinea pigman here from down south. Now, down south here at the moment, it is as cold as a bear Eskimo's moochie. Winter is upon us, boys. <laughs> And with that comes firewood collection. And the etiquette down here for firewood collection is you pick up your mate, you snig up the bush, you cut a bit of lumber, you get the job done, you split it 50-50 and you come home. So the reason I'm calling up today is what really gets under my fory 
It's a carry-on. <laughs> is when you pick up one of your woodpecker mates, you get up the bush, you jump out of the car like a fucking weapon, hammer and tong flicking lumber into the trail like it's no one's business, and then you look over and you see the old mole over there ripping on his chainsaw trying to get the bastard going, or he's fluffing around trying to sharpen it. Well, you already got half a load of wood. That's not how the etiquette works, boys. It's much like fishing. If someone's kind enough to take you out fishing, you rock up with your ends tied ready to go. Because if you're spoon-dicking around in that first hour when it's all action stations, you're nothing but a hindrance, you dogs. Mm. Anyway, boys, I'm sure there's a few other activities that these rules apply to, and you'll get a feel for it. All right. Shout out to all the boys too. I thought I'd let you know I went on a trip up to New South Wales, deep into dad kissing country. My old man came with me, had to wear a muzzle so I didn't kiss him. But I ran into some actual legends up there. So shout out to you for making it a trip to remember. Great to see a, a community of trendsetters like that all sticking together. Fuck anyway, yeah. you mad bastards, stay out of yourselves, you filthy animals. <laughs> on ya. Woo! Well, I'll take that and run straight with it, Fez, because I've got the exact thing what you're talking about, brother. And it's when it's busy times down at Agnes at the boat ramp and stuff. You get blokes who fucking rock up with their boat that they haven't started in 14 fucking months with old fuel and shit, and they're pulling the fuck out of it like a 14-year-old right in the fucking way. And I, even if I haven't started my boat for a couple of months, before I take it down there where I know it's busy, or even when I don't think it's going to be busy... I'll pull it out the front, I'll hook the water up to it, I'll fucking start it up, even if it takes a bit of fucking around, till it's running like a fucking dream, so I know it's just going to pull first start. Fucking, I'll put me bungs in and literally drive down there, strap off, in, fucking out, start it up, fuck off. Boat ramp etiquette. That's like one for me where it shits me with when you see, oh, mate, and you're like, come on, cunt, could you spend fucking 15 minutes at home sorting this shit out? Yeah. You know, yeah. I've been on both sides me. with the um, wood chopping thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, who brings the chainsaw? <laughs> oh, <laughs> mine's leaking oil through the bottom. I want to put it in your car. Yeah, right. And then um, just rock up and forget the chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I've been with cunts too. They go, oh, yeah, no, nah, we'll just use yours, eh? Yeah. Well, I, I think it's fair enough if it's like a spur of the moment thing, eh? Like, if. If one of the boys goes, oh, man, I'm on my way past. You want to come get some firewood or whatever? And it's like, oh, yeah, right on. You grab your chainsaw. But if it's like a planned thing, if Fez, is, Fez says to you, oh, brother, tomorrow let's, go for a run. tomorrow, let's go for a run. Yeah. Let's fucking cut some firewood and we'll go halves. You fucking sharpen your chainsaw ready to go, don't you? And fucking fill it up with fuel and have your shit ready. And like he said, if you're fishing, you got, I don't know, I'm, I'm a proper planner, so I'd be sitting there tying all my lures on and thinking about what fish I'm catching the night before and shit, but, you know. I think the fishing one's hard, like, like how you people prepping their own boat compared to you coming in as a guest. Mm. Like some guys go, no sinkers, like on on the rods set up to get, head out. Oh, right. Well, I don't want any fucking, t- like, tackle on it, mm. banging yeah, around right. and whatever else. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I know what, exactly what he's coming from, though. Oh, like, just yeah. etiquette. It's just etiquette. Simple etiquette, and some people just do not own it. Same <laughs> as the subway thing. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. The subway yep. thing, that's perfect. Fucking lining up at subway. You have 20 minutes, fuck face, to think about what you want. <laughs> yeah. Don't decide on your bread when he asks you. Yeah, sometimes you do have 20 minutes because of these cunts. <laughs> yeah, that's Look right. at the fucking McMenu. You feel like when he goes, oh, what breads have you got? I just feel like giving him a big open hander across the ear hole. <laughs> Crack. 
Oi, what the fuck did that come from? Yeah. Anyway, great work, Fez. Fucking always bring. Yeah, it I love seeing his videos. He's he busy man, that bloke. Mate, honestly, it is definitely happening. Whenever we get the chance to get down his way, we'll be definitely going to check out the farm. That will be a one hundred percent of vlog that we do, <laughs> and yeah. then get the big man on for an episode like that. Definitely be... do a weekend. Oh yeah, yeah. I think uh, it's definitely got to happen. It's just. Lining up our busy fucking schedules. He's a fucking morale booster too. Yeah, oh, mate. Yeah, he'd be a bloke brings energy to the room. Yeah. Fucking oath. That, and that's mm. the sort of blokes that you love having around. Yeah. You know, people who bring your energy up. You might be a bit flat. You've had a fucking shit weekend and here's Fez just flying. Fucking <laughs> yeah. feeding a wombat with a bottle. <laughs> Someone aimed at me like really aged. What's that? Like when you walk into a room, you should bring energy. Yeah, that's right, man. It's like not well, everyone can do it. No, and I've been on both sides. And it's of that. hard to force it too. Like you sort of need to have that um, about you already. I don't think you can just be a yeah, bloke you... who's not real witty or whatever, and you can't just fly in because then you're the sort of the tryhard. <laughs> yeah. Well, what? You know, what the fuck did he you. take? Yeah, everyone's going shut up. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, so but if you have got that skill of bit of pep in your step and lift them around, have a bit, bit of humour about you, you can honestly change like. We talked about it before, being out at out at work. Like you're out for seven days away from your family. I cannot stress enough how important it is to have that good energy around you when you're out there. Because if you've got ten blokes who are all sad cunts, fuck me, it's depressing. It's like Morgan Webster. He was consistent. Real yep. boost to that bloke on a crew. Yep, a hundred percent. Blokes like Morgan, blokes like Fez. You know, it's it's great to have them. Remember that bloke in the port? He'd do good morning every morning. Would he? Remember that? Uh, he was an electrician. Yeah, it, it always oh, I'd yell it out. Morning. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, good stuff, mate. Thanks for getting involved. Thanks, mate. Love you. Boys, Randy, a foot long here. Here's a morale the booster. Largest filler from Bogabilla <laughs> calling up. Now, I don't know what's fucking happened, but ever since I got back from the states, I've been drinking that Bud Light stuff like they're not even fucking making it anymore. Like I've been fucking. Pound in boxes. So I go in yesterday, pick up my normal carton from the local, fucking crack it, have a sip, and a fact if I know what they've done to change the brew, but instead of wanting to drink the cunt, I want to deep throat the bottle. <laughs> fuck if I know what's happening, fellas. Anyway, find out for me and let me fucking know. Yeah, they took on the wrong sponsor. Mate, that was just a, a thing where you go... Why? Because, like, why do they need to do that? There was nothing from Bud Light being against trans people. So there was no need to bring someone in and make a big fuss about it, eh? You know? And and you've got to be smart about that. Like, it's different stories supporting them, but making a big campaign about it, as if you're not going to get the hillbilly redneck sort of lads out the back of bumfuck going, fuck you. Like, no yeah. way. You know? They're, they're the people who are buying a case three cases a week and pounding it there, you fucking clients, you know? Oh, definitely. So, yeah, it's just it's just silly. People are trying to – and like we've said before, like these groups of people that you hear from, it's not the majority. It's the minority that are the loudest. So, like, you're just, you're just trying to impress this small, loud-as-fuck group. Not small. It's a fucking large one, but – they're the loudest people, so, like, they think they're doing the right thing because all the online shit and all the loud people on there, they're going to impress them, but the real fuckers who are paying 
good money to drink their piss. They've just pissed them all off. Yeah. Just like, fuck's sake. Oh, Trump said it good the other day. Did you see that um, thing about two genders? No. Yeah, he, he really got into it. It was good. Did he? Yep. What did he say? Like, pretty much, there is two genders. Mm. Boy, girl. Yeah. Anyway, shout out to Bud Light. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and Randy. Yeah, and fucking Randy. <laughs> Deep throat in that bottle. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually good to hear from Randy again. He went a bit quiet for a while there. Must have been out west where there's no service, just playing on hold. Well, he's been in the US, he said. Yeah. Oh, he gets around, Randy. Fucking does, doesn't he? <clears throat> Righto, one more. Righto. Haven't heard from this bloke in a while. This is going to be good. Ooh. Hey, lads. It's Tommy the fucking Pomeranian Terrier. Hope you're all well. Um, I'm here. I'm on the emails. Feel like you'll keep rooting for, because um, the Instagrams keep not working, that kind of a thing. So um, I'm out on a night shift in the low loader. Um, between two day shifts because you don't get rich being fucking lazy, do you? Um, and, yeah, I'm in a private park in the middle of London, very flash old joint. Um, I'm here to pick up a road paver. It's the cunt that lays a tarmac down. And um, the lads here are going, oh, no, we can't fucking lay because it's pissing down with rain, so we're open for an early night. I'm like, fucking ideal. Get paid, same money, whether I'm here two hours or ten. Go home early, sweet. And there's some supervisor bitch from this park and she's going, no, you need to fucking get the job done, blah, blah, blah. She's throwing fucks about and saying, you've been here for too long. It's only meant to take two shifts and you've been here for four. So the lads are all hooking in and we get it done. And um, we're just pulling out of this park. It's sort of like private roads. And it's two o'clock in the morning. There's no fucking traffic about, right? But there's a set of two-way lights on a bit of this lane. Straight bit of road. These lights are 30 yards apart. You can see from one end to the other. And a fucking woman, right? She stops on a red light. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? You can see to the other end. It's 2 o'clock in the morning. The park is locked. There's not going to be another cunt coming towards you. Push on, you slut. <laughs> oh, anyway. She's fucking going the right way to get herself... She'd be another statistic, another dead body out in one of these parks in London here, wouldn't she? Can't of a thing. Anyway, stay out of yourself, boys. Love you lots. Uh, oh. <laughs> Fucking hell, man. Uh, that's proud. <laughs> I'll tell you what. When we go, because, like, one day we'll go take it on the tour. Like, if the live shows all work the out. Comedy pod party know, goes well, the mate. Comedy pod party goes well and we take it on tour and go to the UK. Tommy the Pommy is going to be fucking touring the UK with us, I reckon. <laughs> Wouldn't yeah. that, like, you, that bloke just has that fucking thing about, you know, just has that thing about him, mate. Oh, He's the, the morale booster, but doesn't, you can tell he doesn't try too hard. You know, he just has that thing about him where he's just. Mm. Unscripted fucking, comedy. Yeah. Everyday bloke. Yeah, it's fucking great stuff. Love it. And I love that we've brought these sort of people together. Like you just heard from three of them then. Yeah. Yeah. Three blokes who just make your day better. And yep. we've got a whole fucking community full of them and people who appreciate their humour. So how fucking good is that? Prime. Right, eh? Yeah, what a way to finish the show, I reckon. Well, I don't have a joke if you do. Do you have a joke? No. No. No, I don't really have any good ones. No, I mean either. I, I need to was... find something before this live event. Yeah. Mm. Well, like one, I think we've got to go real deep that people haven't heard before. Mm. And you can get a bit looser at a live show too, so. Yeah. 
That's yes. right. And we're not on a record, so make sure you're at the live event because I'll bring out a beauty. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Cambodian, unedited. You don't want to miss it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Patreon this Thursday, guys. Fucking make sure you get into it. Quinn, how do they go about doing it again? Patreon.com slash Podcast. May the 4th be with you. Yep. I'll be posting on socials, peppering all of your eyes and ears. Do not stress. Yep. Get onto that Trendsetters page on Facebook, eh? Alpha Blokes Podcast Trendsetters. Ever since we made the change to that private group and got the post approval on there, it's been such a way better community of people who can all stay in touch with what we're doing. So that's been unreal. Get a part of that. Yes, it's almost sir. worth being back on Facebook. Yeah. No, it is good, mate. Like, I actually enjoy, if I've got a bit of downtime, going for a scroll on there and Definitely. a laugh. You know, like, it's fucking a lot. It's a way better community of people. So make sure you go and check it out. And, um, yeah, have a good one. Fucking hell. 